0: Section twenty two of Fifty Famous Stories Retold This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Fifty Famous Stories Retold by James Baldwin Section twenty two The Bell of a Tree A tree is the name of a little town in Italy. It is a very old town and is built halfway up the side of a steep hill a long time ago the king of a tree bought a fine large bell and had it hung up in the tower in the marketplace. a long rope that reached almost to the ground was fastened to the bell the smallest child could ring the bell by pulling up on this rope it is the bell of justice said the king when at last everything was ready the people of a tree had a great holiday all the men and women and children came down to the market place to look at the bell of justice It was a very pretty bell, and was polished until it looked almost as bright and yellow as the sun. "'How we should like to hear it ring!' they said. Then the king came down the street. "'Perhaps he will ring it,' said the people, and everybody stood very still, and waited to see what he would do. But he did not ring the bell. He did not even take the rope in his hands. When he came to the foot of the tower, he stopped and raised his hand. "'My people,' he said, "'do you see this beautiful bell?' it is your bell but it must never be rung except in case of need if any one of you is wronged at any time he may come and ring the bell and then the judges shall come together at once and hear his case and give him justice rich and poor old and young all alike may come but no one must touch the rope unless he knows that he has been wronged many years passed by after this many times did the bell in the market-place ring out to call the judges together Many wrongs were righted, many ill-doers were punished. At last the hempen rope was almost worn out. The lower part of it was untwisted, some of the strands were broken, it became so short that only a tall man could reach it. This will never do, said the judges one day. What if a child should be wronged? It could not ring the bell to let us know it. They gave orders that a new rope should be put upon the bell at once, a rope that should hang down to the ground, so that the smallest child could reach it but there was not a rope to be found in all a tree they would have to send across the mountains for one and it would be many days before it could be brought what if some great wrong should be done before that time how can the judges know about it if the, in- if the injured one could not reach the old rope let me fix it for you said a man who stood by he ran into his garden which was not far away and soon came back with a long grape vine in his hands this will do for a rope he said and he climbed up and fastened it to the bell the slender vine with its leaves and tendrils still upon it trailed to the ground yes said the judges it is a very good rope let it be as it is now on the hillside above the village there lived a man who had once been a brave knight in his youth he had ridden through many lands and he had fought in many a battle His best friend through all that time had been his horse, a strong noble steed that had borne him safe through many a danger. But the knight, when he grew older, cared no more to ride into battle. He cared no more to do brave deeds. He thought of nothing but gold. He became a miser. At last he sold all that he had, except his horse, and went to live in a little hut on the hillside. Day after day he sat among his money-bags and planned how he might get more gold and day after day his horse stood in his bare stall half-starved and shivering with cold. "'What is the use of keeping that lazy steed?' said the miser to himself one morning. "'Every week it costs me more to keep him than he is worth. I might sell him, but there is not a man that wants him. I cannot even give him away. I will turn him out to shift for himself and pig-grass by the roadside. If he starves to death, so much the better.' so the brave old horse was turned out to find what he could among the rocks on the barren hillside lame and sick he strolled along the dusty roads glad to find a blade of grass or a thistle the boys threw stones at him the dogs barked at him and in all the world there was no one to pity him one hot afternoon when no one was upon the street the horse chanced to wander into the market-place not a man nor child was there for the heat of the sun had driven them all indoors The gates were wide open. The poor beast could roam where he pleased. He saw the grapevine rope that hung from the bell of justice. The leaves and tendrils upon it were still fresh and green, for it had not been there long. What a fine dinner they would make for a starving horse! He stretched his thin neck and took one of the temping morsels in his mouth. It was hard to break it from the vine. He pulled at it, and the great bell above him began to ring. All the people in a tree heard it. It seemed to say some one has done me wrong some one has done me wrong Oh, come any judge my case oh, come and judge my case for i've been wronged the judges heard it they put on their robes and went out through the hot streets to the market-place they wondered who it could be who would ring the bell at such a time when they passed through the gate they saw the old horse nibbling at the wine ha cried one it is the miser's steed he has come to call for justice for his master as everybody knows has treated him most shamefully he pleads his cause as well as any dumb brute can said another and he shall have justice said the third meanwhile a crowd of men and women and children had come into the market-place eager to learn what cause the judges were about to try when they saw the horse all stood still in wonder then every one was ready to tell how they had seen him wandering in the hills unfed uncared for while his master sat at home counting his bags of gold go bring the miser before us said the judges and when he came they bade him stand and hear their judgment this horse has served you well for many a year they said he has saved you from many a peril. he has helped you gain your wealth therefore we order that one half of your gold shall be set aside to buy him shelter and food a green pasture where he may graze, and a warm stall to comfort him in his old age. The miser hung his head, and grieved to lose his gold, but the people shouted with joy, and the horse was led away to his new stall and a dinner such as he had not had in many a day. End of section twenty two.